Yeah, that was one of those you just start. Okay, okay, yeah. They got a run. All right. They, they got a couple. Oh, oh, and the game's over in the first inning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well. <laughs> the army, well, everyone. The army. Always have an exit strategy. Oh, man. Retreat, retreat, retreat. <laughs> Oh, that was that was damn patent coach and attack attack we're getting <laughs> slaughtered then die like men <laughs> oh man uh tony bennett would never have a virginia team with that much offense oh. good god no that's like uh that's like half a season's worth of offense for a tony bennett when virginia <laughs> baseball team <laughs> oh man God, Dude, stop remember. scoring, by God! You're going to create unrealistic expectations! <laughs> Jesus! No! Uh, how, how are we doing the rest of the world? Oh, ooh, that was an, a little bit of an upset over in, ooh, over in Gainesville. All I'm, right. pulling, I'm pulling mountains up right now. Ooh, Our Kansas is lost. Holy shit. Really? To Washington. Look, man, you better watch out for Washington now. Uh, Washington's, Washington's right good ball team. State beat Kansas. Well, I, I see, I don't, I don't consider Texas Tech beating UConn an upset. Okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's I know what the hell. I understand RPI and all that shit. But, I mean, come fine. on. Oh, Campbell. Oh, I'm yeah. just seeing that myself. Oh, Campbell talking. Southern Miss. Shit, uh, dude, eleven point seven had Southern Miss winning the Natty. Well, Duke smoked Wilmington. Wilmington been playing real good baseball recently. Mm-hmm. LSU won, Texas won. Stanford's up. War on San Jose State. Stanford down in the bowl. Oh man. My wife, my wife's been gone. She was, she was out of town last night. She came home. She said, "Oh my God, we'll just chill tonight." She said, "What are we gonna watch?" I said, "ACU in Oklahoma." <laughs> she said, "The hell we are." Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm like, I'm gonna watch ACU in Oklahoma." <laughs> I'm like, "We're on national TV." I'm like, "We're on ESPN too." Shit. Oh no! Say, I'm, I'm not gonna watch. I'm I'm probably gonna like keep up with it, but you know, you put it, that's when that's when you put it on your phone. You put it on your phone. Exactly. I will have it on my phone. Going, yeah, that's right. Damn! Look at this guy. <laughs> Jesus, I'm 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 trying to figure out. So I'm looking at like ESPN scoreboard, and they've got like the team, like the games coming up. Uh huh. I think their numbers are a little off somehow. Uh, with their their uh, their records, uh, somehow they're saying that Alabama is eighty and thirty eight this year. I don't think that's true. It's like on every one they've got one of the teams is right, and the other one is like so horribly wrong. They've got Wake Forest. They seem like they're ninety four and twenty. What? Let me pull this up here on my on my ESPN app. Oklahoma at 62 and 52. I mean, they probably would be, to be fair. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, if they had played. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So it's it's some of them, but it's not <laughs> yeah. Wake For- Wake Forest is yeah. ninety four and twenty apparently. I mean, that that doesn't surprise me. That that's about the yeah. clip they've played at this year. Yeah, true. Maybe they uh, accidentally took their real records and like multiplied them by something. But Auburn is uh, 68, 42, yeah. and two. That was what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn with their two their two ties. Oh man. Miami at 80 and 38. Damn right. I don't understand what happened. It's like they did it for the home team, but not every home team. But then, like, they've got Carolina at 70 and 44 as the away team. This is. Hey, no damn way. Iowa only lost 14 damn games this year. (laughs) Something Uh, ain't right there. No, I would not finish. Yeah, you, you check the Iowa record. There ain't no damn way. They finished like. Second in the Big Ten. Uh, Iowa College Baseball. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, schedule for Iowa. You went 42 and 14. Jesus Christ. 15 and 8 in the conference. God. They beat, I'm guessing they beat they're LSU in February, 12-4. Yeah, they did. They did. Well, so they've got a kid who's probably like a top 10 pick. Uh-huh. Like uh, they're the guy they'll probably throw against Carolina tonight. Uh huh. Throws like near a hundred. Doesn't everybody? His name, his, name, his name is uh Brody Brecht, except he's actually got like something to go with this hundred. Well, that's good. So yeah, boy, baseball heaven. Here we go. Yeah, they they did pretty well this year, Iowa. Shit. Right. I, well, shit. Okay, they got me. Good on them. Good on you, Hawkeyes. How'd you lose eight Big Ten games? Oh, man. That's a big question. Yeah, it's going to be... I I think this is going to be a really wide-open tournament, to be honest. Oh, boy. I didn't get disconnected. Hello? Oh, man. And am I still here? Yeah, you're here. I got you. Hello? Can you hear me? Am I still here? Yeah, I guess maybe you're cutting it out because I am hearing you ask if you're still here, but you're not Oh, responding. okay. Somehow I went off like my... Hold on. <laughs> I went off my Bluetooth for some reason. Mm, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's doing its bullshit. Whatever. We'll just we'll do it live. Do it live. Do it live. We'll do we'll do the Afford Affair podcast. Final uh Premier League 2022-2023 episode until we do our grades this season, you know, a week before last next season. Welcome everyone. It has been a couple weeks uh from traveling. I've been doing some traveling, but we are back and ready to go to put a bow on this season. Uh I am Edward Green. Joined as always by McCall and Crime West Bradshaw for episode 463 of the Foreign Affair podcast. Uh, and I think it's it's pretty safe to say that of all the Premier League seasons we have been doing this podcast for, this was certainly one of them. Well, um, let's just tell the truth there. We we basically just mailed it in for like we just we just mailed it in. Ooh. Ooh. This, this was a season. Thanks, World I got Cup. A pro- I got a problem. 
We just we just mailed it in for the last uh, the last two three weeks. Oh man! Well, we are here to close this season off. Um, there are still a couple matches to be played uh, over in Europe uh, for a couple different trophies. We'll see if City does the uh, the trouble. Oh man! There's going to be a lot of ink spilled if that happens. I tell you that. Um, but yeah, let's we'll uh, we'll recap the Premier League as it ended this past weekend. Talk Champions League as we got to the the finals now setting up uh, next week, as well as the FA Cup final happening tomorrow as we record this on Friday. Also, do a little bit of news and notes. Pimpy Athletic, do the watch for, and call it a pod. Um, so let's get right to it. The final week of the Premier League season shook out like this. Um, Arsenal beat Wolves 5-0 in a match that mattered for neither, but gives Arsenal a good way to go out after dropping their last couple matches to effectively end the title race a couple weeks early. Uh, Aston Villa with a very important 2-1 win over Brighton. Uh, that win gets them into Europe next year as they'll be heading into the European competitions. Um, Brentford beats Manchester City 1-0. Didn't really matter for uh, for either team. But uh, hey, good note for Brentford to go out on on a really, really good season for them. Uh, Chelsea and Newcastle drew 1-1. didn't matter for either team. Um, but Newcastle, they, they pick up one last point this season. And Chelsea, much like Wes and I, just kind of ready for this season to be over. Uh, Palace and Force draw 1-1. Both these teams will be staying up in the Premier League next season. We'll see if uh, Woy wants to uh, continue another stint with Crystal Palace again next year. Uh, Everton. Ah, Bournemouth, you had one job. You had one job, Bournemouth. They did uh, it! They're alive! <laughs> uh, Everton, through through the... the, the, just the uh, oh, God, I can't even talk. That's how wild it was. A huge shot outside the box. Uh, that will go down in Everton history from Abdullah Dukore, uh, which beat Bournemouth in the 57th minute. Uh, Bournemouth had multiple chances, but just could not finish it off. And uh, unfortunately, uh, for, for some of us who may have been pulling for the, the ultimate funny to happen, uh, Everton will be staying up due to the results of the other matches. Uh, Spurs finishing off with a win baby that's how we do it burying leads in the process the one time i didn't want them to win 4-1 is the result for tottenham uh lucas Moura sending uh his farewells with the goal in the last few minutes to cap things off harry kane with the brace in this one as well i'm refusing to say his last two goals is tottenham hotspur player nope not doing it uh but leads unfortunately with that result will be heading down as will lester they did what they had to do on the day they beat west ham 2-1 but it wasn't enough with the everton win uh, if everton had drawn or lost lester would be staying up instead of them but lester will be now heading down to the championship uh elsewhere united ends on winning ways as they beat fulham 2-1 in and in what it may have been the most entertaining match of the day, that also didn't matter. Uh, Southampton four, Liverpool four. That was fun. Uh, I was so I actually watched the last day on their um, on like the goal zone kind of thing they do. I forget exactly what they call it, um, but it was it was mostly on the Everton match. Um, but like every three minutes, it felt like they would cut in with like, well, there was another goal in the Southampton Liverpool match. And you're just going to have to guess who scored it because it might have been either team. Um, 
this was crazy. Um, Southampton obviously will be going down, but they go down in style. Sulemano with a brace in this one to match the brace of Diego Jota. Uh, Roberto Firmino also capping off his Liverpool career with a goal in the 14th minute. Uh, oh, again. A fantastic goal, too. Left two defenders sitting and not make the keeper in true. <laughs> Oh man, it was it was a day. It was a day for the neutrals, and uh, and a little bit for the Liverpool supporters as they were able to do that and uh, and send and send their much vaunted player off as well as uh, James Milner oh. off into the sunset with a very entertaining <laughs> match. Um, with the usual, as well as, well as James Milner. Yeah, as well as James Milner. Uh, the the funny thing is, I actually think this match is kind of kind of cool and i and I, that's I, I can turn this over to you after this west i think this match was super interesting because this felt like a match that would have happened for liverpool at the start of firmino and milner coming in and so they had this they had this start where they would just like they would score a lot of goals but sometimes they'd also ship a lot of goals and then van dyke came in and some of the other players came in and really solidify the defense and they were doing great they were on top of england top of europe and then towards the end again they've started shipping some more goals they scored goals but they started shipping some more goals again so the fact that that's kind of how it ended um was was a really interesting to me but a thrilling game nonetheless super fun and uh yeah that's how the season ends so uh wes uh what what caught your eye in this final weekend of play and i guess the last few weeks in general well, in the words, in the words of Rob Schneider from The Waterboy, oh no, we shit again! <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, come on, we're not. Nah, um, just to explain away how Liverpool gave up four to a relegated Southampton side, um, in all fairness to the defense on the field, uh, Liverpool were playing that kind of newfangled uh, formation they've been playing to great aplomb with Trent playing more in the midfield. Mm. And, like, none of those guys had played at all <laughs> Like while we were playing that formation. So you had uh, Gomez, Babbitt, and Simakas out there, and they're all kind of like, oh, what? wait, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Simakas is more like a wingback, definitely not like, a center back, like a, a left-sided center back. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll give him a little bit of a pass. But, I mean, who gives a shit? Everything was <laughs> done and dusted. Man, just go and have fun. Bobby scoring in his farewell. Bobby scoring back-to-back in his final two matches. It's like, shit, why don't we keep this dude? But it's <laughs> all good. Man. It's all good. It has been, like, the most fun for two weeks singing the Bobby Firmino song just nonstop. So, uh yeah, into a Liverpool season that um, it seemed like, I don't know if it was you or me or whatever. I mean, this just seemed like the longest fucking season in the history of seasons. Yeah. I mean, I mean, God, Spurs literally went through like three seasons worth of managers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good God. Um, uh, I still blame the World Cup. Jesus. That's yeah, oh God, the World Cup ruined like ruined everything this year. I mean, it was mm-hmm. cool, don't get me wrong, it was cool seeing Argentina win, but you know, yeah. I mean, good God, it ruined life itself. If they ever do another Winter World Cup, I mean, I guess we'll just have to watch and deal with it. But it it would suck. It was not fun. I do not care for Winter World Cup at all. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to do on the final day of the season. I mean, it was just like, can Everton not completely choke away whatever legacy they have? So I've kind of come to this conclusion that uh-huh. I just want Everton fans every year to have to suffer for 38 matches. <laughs> so the last two and years have been then, great then for you. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end, it's like, ah, just let the little guys stay up. <laughs> You know, we call them the blue shite, and they are shite because at the end of the day, they float. <laughs> so, you know, they, they barely keep their little shite cells above water. And for another year, Everton survived. And then uh, I, I've got to send you something. I had, uh, I had saved you. Some, some excellently delusional Everton fan has come up with this... Uh, this summer transfer list. I'm just going to let you see oh, this real no. quick. This is this is how he's decided that Everton are going to have a net 25 million. They're going to have a 25 million pound profit and end up with Harry Kane, Neymar, Eder Militao. <laughs> Apparently, Hamez is coming back. Oh god! Somehow they're getting 70 million pounds for Calvert Lewin. <laughs> million from Onana. What? Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Oh, this is I, I, like I. I don't even think this is a joke. This is too stupid to be a joke. Yeah, I think he was like serious. Oh my god! No way! No. Oh, uh, I mean, Everton fans are—they are—they are the gift that keeps on giving. Everton Football Club. You're the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, Roger Bennett needs to still be talking Premier League matches every week. I don't need Roger Bennett doing championship matches. Yeah, that'd be very awkward. So, you know what? If the blue shite finishes anywhere from 16th to 17th every season, I'm just fine and dandy with it. Because they are completely tortured for their entire season. Oh, man. I so I will say, um, oh god, I had a thought and I've just like completely lost it now. This sucks. Um, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, really, the shite staying up. I mean, that was really the only thing going on on the last day of the year. Um, yeah. <laughs> everything else was pretty much already uh, set in stone. Um, Lester have completed one of the greatest falls from glory. Ever. I mean, they went from Premier League winners to fucking relegated in like, what, six years? Yeah. Sure. We'll just throw it out there. Premier League winners and FA Cup winners. And bad. relegated. It's I hate to say, I, considering how long their stint was. I, I hate to say, I did see someone say, uh, they're like, do you realize that Lester got promoted, won the Premier League, won the FA Cup, and then got, <laughs> and then um, uh, got dropped or got relegated, and Spurs still didn't win a trophy. Yeah. So that's, that's low-hanging fruit, guys. Come on, that's kind of cheap. But we're staying up. <laughs> we're staying up. We're going to be back. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, Ooh, I, it just came back to me because you were talking about Roger Bennett. Um, you know, we we had a pretty oh, shit season here at the, at the AFA sure. podcast for our two teams. Sure. 
Imagine though if we were a Chelsea and uh, Everton fan doing this podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, those guys. You can tell those guys. Um, they knew pretty early this year that this was yeah. not going to be a, a banner season no. for the for the pod. Yeah. For for the for the OG uh the OG guys who don't really know shit about football pop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we're the American cousins of men and blazers. We're not nearly as funny, we're not nearly as charming, we're not nearly as rich. Mm-hmm. But damn it, we don't know shit either, so whatever. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we can't we can't tactically break down football either, so there you go. Oh man, yeah, um, I, I I think that is yeah. the interesting thing, though. Just kind of looking back at this season is is how bad Spurs' season was, and they finished eighth. Like that's that's I think to me the sign of how much progress the club has made overall. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of issues at the club right now, and there is a reason to be worried about the future, about who's going to be the manager. Although if they get this Celtic manager, I think that actually might be a pretty good thing going forward um obviously harry kane's contract situation with one more year left on his thing that looms large in the background um but i I really do think that there's a lot of doom and gloom right now but again if this is the worst it gets and it might not be but if this is the worst it gets that that's not bad a lot of teams would kill for this that's like like everton they would they would kill for this right now so they, they kill to not be holding their breaths on the last day of the season every year. <laughs> we, which is what they deserve. Their breath to see if they'd get into Europe. Everton were holding their breath to see if they would still be in the league. Yeah. So fuck them. Yep. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, this was uh this was a really weird season. Um again, the World Cup being right in the middle of it just really threw things off, I think. Um and I do think Spurs were a little bit affected by that as well, picking up some some very big injuries, especially to uh, Rodrigo Betancourt, who was having a very, very good season. Um, and I'm not saying he would have solved every issue Tottenham would have had. But, you know, when you see Tottenham finishing one point outside of a, a European spot, kind of think he might have been worth one point in the second half of the season. Just at least one point there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really interesting offseason. I know you were talking about when we were chatting last night um about uh summer transfer window already getting churning getting going um so that's exciting and and we'll have to see what happens again spurs in in the mood for a new manager um and we'll see where they end up going but a lot of change is going to see uh see how this happens and going into next season um so your final look at the table uh again manchester city win the title don't hit 90 points this year. Don't even hit 90 points. They finish at 89. Um, they didn't have to. I know they didn't have to. They didn't they didn't have a team pushing them to force them to get to 99. No, no one was there to bring out the best. <laughs> oh man. Um Arsenal do finish second after being in first place for 243 days of the season. Uh, United end up finishing third. Newcastle finished fourth. Those are your Champions League teams. Liverpool finished fifth. Uh, Brighton finishes sixth. Both of those teams will be going to Europa. And Aston Villa finishing seventh. They will be heading to the Europa Conference, the European Conference League next year. Um, Tottenham finished eighth. Brentford finished ninth. And Fulham finished tenth. Uh, for Brentford and Fulham, very, very good finishing spots for them. Uh, comfortably in the top half of the table. Um, 
great job from both of them. I we'll talk about more of them when we uh do our Premier League grades in, in a little bit, but that was that was fantastic for them. Uh Palace finishes in 11th, Chelsea ends up in 12th, Wolves in 13th, West Ham 14th, Bournemouth 15th, Forced 16th, Everton finished 2 points out of relegation and in 17th. <laughs> then Leicester uh, and Leeds finished 18th and 19th and Southampton takes the drop with them in 20th. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking more about this season going forward in the next couple weeks here. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun with it. Um, again, Champions League. Champions League gets back on track as we hit the final next Saturday. Uh, it will be Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Inter took care of business uh, in their uh, Milan Derby. They won their second leg 1-0 to win on aggregate 3-0. Uh, that wasn't terribly surprising. Uh, they did they did good work in that match and were able to uh, take care of business there. What was maybe a little more surprising, not so much in the, the final of who went forward, but more so in how they did it. Manchester City 4, Real Madrid 0, and it was basically over in 30 minutes. Um, this was maybe one of the most dominant halves of football Manchester City has ever played, and that's saying a lot. Like, they, and again, Real Madrid, who we've always said in the Champions League, they are not dead until you have cut off their head and burned their body and threw their ashes down a bottomless pit. They're not dead before then. And somehow City had them dead at halftime, even though it was only a 2-0 lead and 3-1 on aggregate. But City just completely played Real Madrid off the pitch in the first half. Fantastic effort for them. They have completely turned it around from earlier in the season when we were wondering if Holland really made this team better or not. Just what a performance overall from this team. Fantastic stuff. And they head into the final, obviously against Inter as pretty big favorites. Um, which means, Wes, <laughs> it's going to be even funnier when they choke, obviously. Um, but yeah. That's all we can hope for at this point. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that, is, that is where we leave off. Both teams now uh, will be heading into Inter finishes their season actually this week. Um, Italy Italy just a week, uh, a week behind, I guess. Um, so they'll be finishing off their season this week and then heading to the Champions League final next weekend. Um, but Wes, now, uh, any thoughts from the way the semifinals ended and then heading into the final here next week. I'm not like trying to actively be a city hater. I mean, I am one, but I'm not trying to like actively be one. True. Um, and we'll take a look back at this maybe as our summer of, our summer of hatred goes on. But um, I honestly, I honestly can't say that Holland made City that much better a squad this year than what they've been. True. I mean, you just said it. I mean, eighty nine points. You know, they were they were down like ten points in the league. weren't as good in the league. You say, oh, they're in the Champions League final. But you know, honestly, when you look around Europe, I mean, who's, who's great in Europe this year? You don't have the Liverpool juggernaut out there. You don't have uh, you don't have the Real Madrid juggernaut. You had the end of Real Madrid. You had the end of this incarnation. Apparently, Benzema looks to be on his way out the door. Um, the midfield looks like it's finally 
you know, hitting that point where it's like, okay, we can't really do this all the time anymore. Mm. Um, I mean, just, just looking at the fact that the, the four teams on the other side of the knockout bracket in the quarterfinals were a Portuguese team and three Italian teams, two of which are kind of mediocre. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that <laughs> arguably the other best team in the knockout stage was on the other side and got upset by uh by Inter. Yeah, I mean it was just you know, uh, Bayern had a hideous season by Bayern standards. I mean, and I'm I'm really not like trying to take away from anything City's done here. I mean, if City gets it done, ugh, more power to them, you know. I mean, yeah. they did it, they got it done, they got over the hump, blah 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 blah. But I mean, this is not, you know, they're not facing the Madrid team that Liverpool has faced, you know, three of three of the last five years. <laughs> they're not facing Liverpool team, you know. They're not facing. You know, Lewandowski, uh, you know, tearing down the door with that Bayern squad that was so good. So, I mean, really, it's been a, it's been kind of a ho-hum European season. Mm -hmm. Uh, PSG were just finished coming apart at the seams this year, you know? Yeah. I mean, let's get, I know I'm sounding like just this prick who hates City, and I am this prick who hates City, but... (laughs) Yeah, once again, if you win Europe, you have done your job. You are the champions. You know, you can sing the song, you can hang the banner. Half your stadium will be full to, you know, greet you when you come back from winning it. Yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, we've got to be a little realistic about this Mm. is not a vintage Champions League season. So. Suck it, City. You're gonna win. You're gonna win, and no one's either. I I want to see. I want to see like the ratings for this match when it comes out. I think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a very a very highly rated final. I agree with that. I would throw my money on that. So uh, anyway, there's me taking all the wind out of the city sails that I possibly can. <laughs> um, we will we'll deep dive. We'll do statistical analysis. And deep dive and decide was Erling Holland actually better? Did he actually make City better, or were they just more like, eh, okay, we've got one guy now who can score a ton of goals? Yeah. So uh, there you go. There's me yeah. being that. It's interesting, like just pulling up the bracket again, uh, and then watching cities run through it. They win. Uh, they beat Leipzig 8-1 on aggregate, then beat Bayern 4-1 on ag- aggregate, and then beat Real 5-1 on aggregate. Um, like, they were not truly challenged that much um, on their way to the final Ooh. here. And again, just looking around uh, at some of the other matchups we had, uh, how did Real Madrid get to the semifinals? They beat Liverpool Beijing 6-2 Super when Liverpool were in in their down part of the season. And then they beat Chelsea when they we were stopped. certainly in their down part of their season. Because <laughs> they're terrible. Oh, um, Chelsea are hideous. So that, hideous. that's one part. And, you know, how did Baron get to potentially play City? Well, Baron are still pretty good, but they also got to play PSG in the first round. And PSG, as you <laughs> said, were falling apart. Um, then we look on the other side of the bracket. Oh, how did AC Milan get here? They did beat Napoli. And I, I, I messed up earlier. I said Inter beat Napoli. AC Milan beat Napoli in the, in the quarters. Um, 
<laughs> AC Milan also beat Tottenham one nil, and this was a Tottenham that was not good, and they only beat them one nil. Um, then you had uh, Benfica and um, and uh, Inter, um, which we thought, ah, uh, you know, maybe Benfica can do something. Uh, ended up losing that one five three to Inter. So yeah, it was just the the big teams the the, ones, the the stereotypical big thing teams that we think of when we hit european football all seem to be in transition and then there was the other teams like who are yeah. very much in transition like a barcelona even though they win la liga and juventus who might not be in the champions league next year um they neither one of them were in the knockout stages at all so this is and i mean you're talking about, you're talking about Bayern team who fired the manager Yes. yes. I mean, you know, I mean, God. I mean, how bad was it? I mean, this is, you know, even United couldn't make the knockout. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, cheap shot. Never, don't care. Oh, man. Like, it was, it was uh, just a really, really weird season overall. And I think you just, we just had so much turnover. I'm going to be interested to see what happens because obviously, you know, we're going to be going into next season. And if I can just take a quick peek around, you know, uh, what are what are going to be some of the other teams going into the Champions League next season from other leagues? Um, La Liga sending Barcelona, um, which who knows what they're going to be like, because they I guess they have money or they don't. Uh, then Real Madrid, they obviously have a lot of questions. Atletico Madrid have a lot of questions. And then it's Real Sociedad who's coming in the fourth slot there. Uh, you head over to Germany. What does Bayern do? They're in. They're gonna have some turnover. Dortmund. How do they get off uh, starting next season after completely blowing the chance at winning Bundesliga for the first time in forever? Uh, and then you'll also have Leipzig along with Union Berlin. Serie A. Um, the team that Napoli obviously ran away with the league. Uh, Lazio is locked in as there are Inter and uh, AC Milan. So again, three of the teams from this year, along with Lazio coming in to the uh, to the Champions League next year. So there's going to be a lot of turnover from the biggest leads, and that doesn't even get into what the hell PSG is going to do next year because we already know Messi's gone. Uh, they want to get rid of Neymar and Mbappe. Who knows? So yeah, I I think we could be in a scenario where God help me, City. <laughs> Might be able to transfer some of that Premier League dominance and start rattling off a couple Champions Leagues. I I don't know. I don't think it happened. There's knockout football is a lot different from a 38 game season. Obviously, we know that. But I, I just, as of right now, I don't. As I look into kind of next year, I'm not sure right off the bat who's challenging City next year. So enjoy, I guess. Huh. Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, it's just, it, it's almost like we're just at this moment of Europe where everything's kind of in turmoil mm-hmm. and city are, city are absolutely poised and good for them. They have done fantastic work to get themselves here. But I mean, you know, you can't take it away. I mean, in 50 years, they'll look back in the books and go, like, holy shit, city's kicking ass. But I mean, we were here and we're kind of looking at like, yeah, but yeah. yeah and obviously okay. the, 
the the looming question obviously for city is going to be what does the premier league investigation you know unearth you know do, do they do anything do they suffer any penalties from what their investigation holds we'll see and obviously the tune could change drastically if something like that happens so we will we will keep an eye on that but again Champions League final not this weekend next weekend this weekend City go for their second trip of the year as they take on Manchester United in the FA Cup final over at Wembley so check that out at 10 a.m um a couple quick stories to get through here um one by Jay Harris over the athletic Yvonne Tony has been handed an eight-month ban by the English FA over betting offenses um he will also not be able to play for England in that time period until his suspension comes to an end next January um he's also cannot coach Alabama (laughs) very true dang it ah who's Nick gonna be get to be his offensive coordinator now um he's also been fined 50,000 pounds as well um so yeah and it does seem like he he's been betting for a long long period of time Obviously, a lot to dig through in the story. We're not going to get to it today. But uh, I think, again, I think we talked a little bit about this when Joey Barton happened uh, a couple of years ago. Um, it, it just seems really weird that, you know, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten hit with a big penalty for for betting on soccer. That's obviously you can't do that. But, man, it feels really hypocritical to do that when, like, a quarter of your teams in your league have betting sponsors on the front of their shirts. Just yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Just, <laughs> Maybe maybe we should stamp out the betting as well. Just just gonna throw that out there. It's bullshit um, to me. If he's not betting on his team, I don't care if he's betting on like horse racing or some shit. Yeah. Um. Other story here by Charlie Eccleshare. Uh, has the Premier League become a one-team division? Uh, again, that's sort of a little bit in the mold of what we've been talking about with City. You know, we've looked at other leagues in the past. You look at Germany, Bayern. Even though they almost lost it this year, uh, they've won a bunch of titles in a row. Uh, PSG simply dominate uh, Leon, and then for a while Juventus was dominating Syria. That looks to have changed a little bit, but now City might be turning the Premier League, unfortunately, while still very competitive overall, into a one team wins the title sort of thing. And you're just praying someone else, like Liverpool, maybe like an Arsenal, can can jump up there and challenge them and wrestle the trophy away for one year. And just remember. There's only one man who stopped both Bayern and City. I mean, you think ever since he finally stopped Bayern, no one's touched him. Since he finally stopped City, no one's touched him. Um, folks, folks, we all have to get behind Jurgen Klopp. So he is our is, he's our only. So what you're saying is his next job is going to be at Monaco when he takes down PSG. That's what you're oh, saying. Good. It might happen. Jesus. Oh, 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 he would look wonderful in the Mediterranean. I mean, I mean, if they actually gave him money, I wouldn't hate to see it. Just from a from a purely neutral standpoint, I wouldn't hate to see that. Give France actually some competition. Old jug. Um, our last little story here. Um from Mario Cortagana and Dermot Corrigan over at the Spanish coverage side of the athletic. Uh, the night Vinicius Jr. decided enough is enough. He now doubts his Real Madrid future. And this, from from a transfer standpoint, is a huge deal. It's also a huge deal because, obviously, we've talked about on this podcast before, Europe and especially places like Spain and Italy 
have massive racism problems, especially towards African American players, or it's not African American players, but uh, black players. Players of African descent. Yes, thank you. Um, they are terrible to them. Um, they ch- they chant racist things. Also, Asians get it some too. Just look at Youngman's son. Um, but this time it might actually result in one of their star players walking away. And what I'm curious is if Vinicius Jr. leaves Real Madrid because of this and goes to a completely different league, let's say the Premier League or something else. Yeah. And then other players who are also maybe not quite as good as Vinicius, but around that level who also are black start saying, Hey, we also don't want to be treated this way and we're tired of it too. And Spain's not doing anything to help us or Italy's not doing anything to help us. We're leaving. This is something that from a football side, obviously there's a whole social uh, side as well, which I don't think we're really going to get into, but from a football side, this could start a talent drain, especially if they start going to the premier league. This, the premier league is already kind of like the best league in Europe. If some of the best players from leagues like Spain start going over to because they don't want to deal with this shit, the, the drain is just going to happen faster. So Spain, for obviously for social reasons, they need to get a handle on it just for to be human beings. But also, if they want to start holding on to their star players, they really need to get a hold of this because this is stupid and it needs to stop. So. Well, once again, I mean, you think, I mean, a handful of Premier League teams would have some money. I mean, God, United would be all over this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, City obviously would have interest, but I mean, God, you think right next door? I mean, PSG are yeah. about to. I mean, you you can guarantee in the next year or so PSG. You figure? Well, I say I, I don't even say guarantee. I, I guess you figure if if Qatar's hanging on in there, Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have some money to spend. Yeah, a lot of it. And you give them a young, world-class talent like a Vinicius, they're going to go after him. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Spain needs to get themselves under control. You know, <laughs> the United States gets this, like, horrible rap about racism. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, we got our issues. Yep. This is horrible rap. I cannot tell you the last time I heard of a game in the United States where 60,000 people were chanting monkey noises. Yeah, that's the thing I was also going to mention about because uh, England too. Like, they're still yeah. racist in England. Like, they happen. Of course. But I've also seen. I mean, how many times do we re- have articles that unfortunately keeps happening? But we have articles from from England saying, "Hey, uh, there was racist abuse directed to this player, or there was uh, uh, racist mm-hmm. abuse directed to Hyungman's son, and we found the guy, and they're banned for life." Yeah. That's the difference is we is they find them and then they take care of them. That's that's the difference is, yes, there are still idiots. There will always be idiots. But again, as you said, in America and in England, by and large, the response is much, much better in dealing with these idiots than it is in places like Spain and Italy. So. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon again, from a human standpoint, obviously, but also from a footballing standpoint, they got to get this shit together. Um, yeah. Although, real quick, I know I know we're we're a little pressed for time here. Um, but just since oh, you mentioned oh, PSG, oh. <laughs> I just started thinking: Do they just swap in Bobby and Vinicius? 
Well, you got to think Zimbabwe suddenly want to go over there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also a good point. Also a good point now. Oh, I mean, man. That, that, uh. that, that sort of defeats the point of it. I mean, you know, I, I guess as a talent thing, it might be an idea. But <laughs> uh, then when you bring in the social shit, you know, does Mbappe want to be seen as the guy who's like, I don't care about racism. I'll go over there. Yeah, true. So. Big truth. Um, all right. We we are gonna we're gonna pimp the athletic now for a little bit. Uh, any any article you read over the the last couple of weeks, Wes, that uh, that you wanna you wanna pimp out here? Oh, let me get my athletic up real quick, and folks. I know we suddenly hit a speed here. Um, we're uh, full disclosure. We're recording this on a Friday evening due to my shittiness, and uh, I'm getting the death looks from the wife. So I'm trying. I'm to all our listeners <laughs> who are listening out. on this on Saturday. I'm trying. I promise. Ed's helping a brother out, and we'll make it up to you during the week. We will. We will. Um, so this was uh, this is actually from a couple of weeks ago, but I've been saving it because I wanted it. Um, this is my one athletic story. Brody Miller rocked it a weekend at bat with a generational talent and MLB's likely number one draft pick. Ooh. That's right, folks. We started this show talking college baseball. <laughs> Dylan Cruz, the best player in the country. Brody Miller uh, followed him around. Um, had some fun, a really, really good article. Um, nice. and, and Dylan Cruz is a name. Get to know it. If you flip on the LSU regional, he's going to be right in the middle of everything they do. He's so damn good. He's probably going to go 1-1 in a month or so. So uh, say that you saw him first. And then real quick, uh, before I turn it. over, uh, oh, the athletics, my heart was ripped from my chest this week. Oh, I, I saw My that. beloved Andy Staples, who, you know, is is almost an unofficial part of this show. He just he didn't really <laughs> know it. But obviously, yeah, I talk a lot of Andy Staples. Uh, Andy Staples leaving the athletic uh, for, for other ventures. I'm sure we'll find out soon. But um, broke my heart. Uh, Ari Wasserman gave us an update. Um, uh, that uh, the they they will be kind of re reforming the college football podcast network, and we should have something debuting in July, which means for the month of June, I'm probably going to have to be deep diving into my <laughs> into my podcast. <laughs> God, I might even go so low as to listen to this podcast. Never mind, that's a lie. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, Staples on the way out. Good luck, bro. Catch you down the road, and um, I'll tell everybody whatever you're doing next. So. Oh, man. Um, I, I have a story here. Uh, this was an interesting kind of one. Nicole uh, <clears throat> Auerbach from a couple weeks ago. Uh, ACC realignment rumbling. Seven schools are examining the grant of rights, but can they leave? Um, <laughs> it seems like those have gotten put to bed a little bit in the, in the days following, but... Uh, yeah, you can't you can't imagine the Florida States and the Clemsons of the world uh, haven't been looking at the, what the SEC and uh, Big Ten have been getting in in terms of like media rights and stuff, and saying you know we could we could maybe do better we could maybe do better. So we'll see about that. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big one. I, I had a few more. Um, there's been some good stuff, um, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that in another week or so. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, watch four. Anything you've been watching, Wes? 
I'm holding it because <clears throat> I was sick this week, so I watched a ton of shit. <laughs> I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Um, do you have any use in this world for Pete Davidson? No. Because I'll give you one. He's, he's done a I saw a bunch of commercials for this Christ. show. Yes. It's on the Peacock. It is called Buckus. Yep. And it is basically like a... a, a it's like Pete Davidson, like living his life. Now it's not a reality show because it's not, all, it's not like based in reality, but like Joe Pesci plays his granddad. Um, God, you would know his mom. Is I it, think it's is Edie it, Falco? Um, it is, it is Edie Falco. Edie Falco's yeah. his mom. Yeah. Joe Pesci's his granddad. Mm-hmm. Dude, that show is, it's a little fuck. It's a little warped. It is a lot of fun. I still don't know if I like Pete Davidson, but by <laughs> God, we binge watch that show. You know, now we also have like a lot of cough medicine going at the time, which okay. is probably the perfect way to watch a Pete Davidson. Fair enough. Um, Get yeah. Yes. I've got some other stuff for you guys next time, but uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, it, it's eight episodes. They're right at that 30 minute mark. Buckus was, it was fun. It was fun. We enjoyed it. And uh, we'll actually look for season two. Well, dang. Well, dang. I know. Um, Pete Davidson has has given my life a bit of a use. Who knew? Who knew? Who, who the hell knew? Exactly. Um, I'll do my watch for to wrap up things here. Uh, with Again, if you're not watching college baseball, it's like the regionals. Again, we've said this before. It's like the start of the NCAA basketball tournament, but somehow better and somehow more slept on. Um, go watch oh. it. The opening rounds are the best. They, it's so much fun. There's always upsets, um, even upsets in air quotes, but actual upsets as well. Um, so go check out that. Uh, ESPN is going to be doing it all day. Um, and if there is, you know, we, we don't always oh. love to give love to get ESPN, but if there is one thing they still do also a good job on, it's college baseball. So go check it out there. And not only that, if if the Pirates can win tonight, we got a derby coming in. Yeah, exactly. At least at least one derby, folks. The the uh, the Foreign Affair Podcast College Baseball Derby, uh, East Carolina and Virginia. It, they are the one and two in the Charlottesville Regional, folks. One of our hearts, well, at least one of our hearts, is going to be broken after this week. We can't say we'll be both. <laughs> I don't think West Point's going to be the, the heartbreakers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Doesn't look like they're going to do it. I will say I am I am terrified because I, I saw that Oklahoma was like one of those last teams to get in. And I'm like, it would just be such a thing that they would get hot right now and like go through this region. I'm like, no, don't. don't. And then, of course, they were the national runner up last year. So there yeah. is some muscle memory from that group. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> this is not oh, a fun God. regional. <laughs> no, no, because because, you know, yeah, what? Folks, potentially a friend has to knock a friend out. Yes. This, and this isn't this isn't like the Premier League where, you know, Spurs and Liverpool go head to head and then, you know, Spurs do their shit at the end of the year and it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So. Also, it's not just us. Uh, right. Associate head coach Kevin McMullen for the University of Virginia. Coach, oh. current East Carolina coach Cliff Godwin. Oh, our beloved Clifford. So. And, and we were both just like massive Clifford fans in his oh, younger yeah. days when he wore the purple and the doll. 
His his home run he hit against NC State on senior night is still going. It it has Jesus never Christ. landed. It never has. It never has. It, it, it's it's like circumnavigated the globe at least half a dozen times by now. Yeah. So so and, and at the end of the day, we get to stay. Awesome. We get to stay. Fuck state. So yeah, that's true. That's always fun. That, that always works. So go go. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So but folks, basically, we'll say. If one of our two teams comes out of the Charlottesville Regional, that automatically becomes the favorite of the uh, of Harner Pair podcast to yep. uh, to to lift the World Series trophy. Absolutely. So oh. we will leave you all with that. That is going to do it for episode four sixty three. Uh, we know you had to get through the end here pretty quickly, but thank you all for waiting for a couple weeks for us to get back here, and we'll be back again next week. Uh, to talk a little bit more about the Premier League season. We'll start maybe doing our rankings next week. We'll also talk about the FA Cup final and then do maybe do a little bit more talking about the Champions League final as well as any news and notes that come up. Maybe we'll also have some transfer news as well. Um, Thanks to our podcast providers, including Anchor, powered by Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, Wes, anything quick before before we get out of here? As I said earlier, Everton sucks, but Everton they're still sucks. alive. They're alive. They're yeah, the they, church floating at the very bottom of the Premier League that made it. They will, they will continue to suck for another season in the Premier League. Yes, and, they, and we'll be back here in a couple months to talk about it. So for, oh, I mean, we'll be back here the next, next week. Yeah, we'll be but next they'll week. be back in a couple months and we'll be talking about it then as well. So for my Colin Crime West Bradshaw, I'm Edward Green. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Foreign Affair Podcast. Until next time, stay safe. And enjoy the football and the baseball. And good night, Manchester. Somehow I hope none of it works out for any of your crap city. <laughs> the FA Cup is going to never end. Ugh. Keep them playing. Oh, All right. <clears throat> well, my bad, dude. I like seriously thought maybe I could go up around four to.